What's up, everybody? Welcome to Third Shift and our Halloween Spooktacular! <laughs> That's all I got, folks. This is episode 16. I'm your host, Matt. With me, as always, of course, is Eric. Eric, what's going on, man? Hey, guys. It's me. Hey, I, well, <clears throat> I, uh, well, it's been a great week, guys, you know, uh, totally wasn't doing anything like summoning dark spirits to kill and maim all my enemies, you know, I wasn't, <laughs> shut the hell up, you're ruining everything, Jesus, ah, uh, anyways, I thought you told me the goat was going to be in the other room, dude, well, you it's know, podcast time. He, was, Come on. he was pooping in there, and yeah, I got carpets, and I've got this nice room all fabricated for stuff. And, uh, yeah, so I moved them. So you didn't have a chance to get the tarps today, that's what you're saying. Well, you know, I did. They're in this room. Okay. I didn't want to leave them out of the other room, you know. <laughs> anyway, this week's okay. been amazing. <laughs> and you know why? Because Halloween's right around the corner. You know, we've got the cider flowing, been drinking a whole bunch of that, taking the kids to all the little hay rides and the little zoo booze and all the little haunted attractions. Mm. Donuts are all over the place. The leaves are falling. The colors are everywhere. It's getting cold, and I love it when it's cold, Matt. I don't know it if you know that. It's definitely cold. <laughs> uh, and game-wise... I've been playing a whole bunch of Destiny, some Duke Nukem, a little bit of Battleborn, had some issues getting on lately, but, you know, all things aside, it's been a pretty darn good week. You? Mm-hmm. Uh, it's been a pretty good week for me. Uh, I don't have any Halloween Tales of Doom, but if you see, I am drinking out of my skull mug Ooh, today, so I'm, themed. I'm following the theme here. Obviously, no one on the podcast can see that, but... As far as gaming, for me, it's been all Atticus and the Thrall Rebellion. I have literally played nothing else. So if you thought I was being you know, hyperbolic in the last episode with how much I love that, I'm not. I've just been in there having a ball all the time. And the cherry on top of my hard-boiled Sunday of a week was this weekend I went out to a little playhouse a couple towns over and saw a play called Pulp, which is a was like a 1930s noir detective story which kind of was a, a throwback to slash a send-up of all the old like dime novels and pulp magazines. That was awesome. The play was great, but going into a little bit more detail here, but the coolest thing about it was since it's this little, you know, small-town theater, every other theater I've been to, the stage is up high or you're set way back from it. You're like way removed from the action. Mm-hmm. This one, the stage was the floor you walked in on. You walk in the door, you're on the set. You're walking past the desk and the stuff. I think this theater set couldn't have sat more than 100 people so the actors are like right there you can see every line in their face you can see every expression it was just awesome and it was like i said a hard-boiled fiesta for me all week long it was it was everything i could have wanted man lucky lucky you that sounds pretty damn cool it was cool so of course on tuesday this week we had our talented tuesday art competition you me and danny did our best uh sexy oscar mics in honor of the the new story op I thought it was, it was pretty horrible. It was very gross. 
Yeah, I liked all three of them. <laughs> that, oh, that that uh, that Oscar Mike without the the helmet was uh, pretty gruesome. Uh-huh. <laughs> and of course, uh, you know Oscar Mike in a dress and him in your dreams. I, all around, it was pretty bad. <laughs> <laughs> that was that was another one where I felt if I had put more time into it, I could have done it really well. Like you know, done the muscles and stuff. And I was like, you know, there's only so long you can draw a man in a dress before you start feeling really weird. Mm-hmm. No offense to guys who wear dresses out there or people who like to draw guys in dresses, but I was just like, I think I'm done. This is getting gross now. This is becoming very strange to me. <laughs> I'm a grown man drawing a man in a dress. <laughs> I have all these strange feelings. I'm putting in armpit hair and chest hair. Okay, stop. For a podcast, the things I will do. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh, goodness. Yeah, well, I, I took a little time out with the kids, uh, and mm. I had them drawing pictures around me. So, I, you know, I drew uh, The Nightmare on Generate Street with the kids, and they got a kick out of it. So That was pretty good. I like it that. Was, uh, it was an enjoyable one. and it uh, Nice. It was something that kind of came to me that that actual morning I drew it, and I was just like, well, what the hmm. hell can I do? I know. It's Halloween time. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So as always, you can check out the preview versions on our Twitter account. Uh, hit up the Instagram for the full versions. And next week, just right now, breaking news from Danny a couple minutes ago, she says our next subject is going to be Shane and Oryx. So stay tuned for how we figure out ways to not draw that super complicated gin behind her. Yeah, that's going to be very difficult. I'd like to thank Danny for making my life miserable and making my Monday and or Tuesday be very difficult for about 20 minutes. I'm going to go ahead and use my Swami predictive powers here and say that Danny's is going to be the best. Just just throwing that out there. No I, I think way. it's a bold prediction. A going char- right off on a limb. A character she really likes. You think she might spend some time making a really good one? I don't know. She might have a fan art already. She just got to polish it up a little bit. I don't know. <laughs> just a wild guess. Oh, goodness. And what else did we get? We got some golden keys this week, didn't we? We did. We got a shift code for five golden keys in the pre-sequel. So, as always, hit up the show notes, hit up the Twitter accounts, hit up anywhere that you find golden key codes. Just pop them in there, get you some loot. Extra, yeah, man. And lastly, before we dive into this week at Gearbox, the Handsome Collection, for those of you who don't know, on the Xbox 360 and Xbox One are going to be free to play this weekend. So if you own that particular system or systems, excuse me, get on over there and check it out if you haven't already played through Borderlands. And if you have, do it again because Torg said so. So yeah, free weekend for anybody on Xbox One for the Handsome Collection. And if you're a gold member on 360, free weekend for you too. Blammo. There you go, boom. Congratulations, everybody. You get to enjoy one of the coolest games in all creation. And I definitely think that if you give Borderlands 2 a full weekend, even if you don't touch the DLCs, you're probably going to get hooked. I mean, as long as you love good writing and fun gameplay, and who doesn't love those things, you'll get hooked on it. Crazy people, Matt. Serial killers, you know. No offense to serial killers out there. No, well, no, Matt does want to offend you. And I'll tell you where he lives later. Don't, no. (laughs) (laughs) I live at looking up Eric's address on my phone. Uh, Blah, 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 blah. Send him my way. Send him my way. (laughs) Oh, gosh. All right. So moving on. Mm. 
to this week at Gearbox. Not too much is happening uh, besides early access to Kid Ultra. <laughs> oh, yeah. Heck yeah. If you are a season pass holder or you have the digital deluxe version of the game, Kid Ultra drops right now for you. He's out, well, I mean, even right now as we're recording this. He dropped, I think, two hours and 40 minutes ago. I played around with him. Oh, I did it. Mm. I played through him on the uh, Thrall Rebellion, of course, because what else would I ever play? <laughs> but uh, he, he was pretty fun. I enjoyed him. I enjoyed his abilities. He felt a little different than I thought he would. He seems to pack like a pretty good punch, so I don't, I'm, I'm wondering if they're going to tone that down a little bit, but we'll talk more about him next week, obviously. Yeah, well, I haven't got to play him yet, so I have no clue, but... For now, I'll say do not tone him down because I'd like to get in there with him while he's got some power and weight behind him. And uh, well, you, you still you still got at least a week. <laughs> yeah. Well, I don't know. Maybe they'll just throw out a super hot fix and ruin my day. It's <laughs> make me so sad. That could happen. But for anyone who doesn't have the season pass or the digital deluxe version of the game, he will drop next week on Thursday, the third of November, for all the rest of you guys. For I believe the general, the usual. 45,700 credits. Mm-hmm. That is correct, sir. And speaking of credits, oh, bam. in case you don't have enough credits, it's a double credits weekend. This weekend from Friday at 8 a.m. Pacific, which is 11 a.m. Eastern time, through Monday at the exact same times. So load up on all your credits and either blow them all on faction packs like we're going to or save up for Kid Ultra if you don't already have them. And I wouldn't be surprised, because they did this last time, wouldn't be surprised if next week, to celebrate his launch, they do LLC packs for half off, yeah. like they did with Ernest. Way to steal the thunder. I was just about to state that. <laughs> you son of I a I was guy. just rolling and rolling, uh, and I saw you go, eh. Oh. He took it away from me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, clown man. Hey, you know it. So what else happened today, Eric? Today specifically... In game, they went ahead and opened up Chaos Rumble again, everybody. And you mm-hmm. knew this was going to happen. You know why? Because yep. a new character just dropped. So they want to make yep. sure everybody can get in and play him as much as they like without the whole, I got to get to be the first one or I don't get to play him. And now I'm so exactly. angry. So Chaos Rumble is up. Quick match for the time being is down, but will be returned next week mm-hmm. once Chaos Rumble fades away. And when the heck does it fade away? It fades away next Thursday. It does? November 3rd. I was just going to say probably just a week, mm-hmm. as usual. So next Thursday, it will go away, and Quick Match will return in its place. So I'm hoping everybody's as excited as I am about getting into that Chaos Rumble, because besides having the new character, there's still some more matchups that I want to go into and have some fun with that we didn't get a chance to try right. last time. I played a Chaos Rumble match right before we started recording this, and I was in the queue for a little while. I, you know, I went and got some water and something to drink, and then I guess I forgot I was in Chaos Rumble mode because everyone picked their characters. There was a Kid Ultra, there was a Thorn, there was a whoever else, and I was just like, oh, I want to play Caldarius. And then I think the other team did the exact same thing. So I was like, why, why didn't we be chaotic in the Chaos Rumble? It was really stupid. That's just because where everybody goes, as we've talked about before. So they're like, well, hell, yeah. since everyone's here, gosh dang it, we're going here. Totally flew out of my mind. I didn't even realize it until right now as you're talking about it. It's like, I could have been Kid Ultra 2. <laughs> Damn it. And then you could have you might have been able to talk about him a little bit. But oh well. Well, I talked about him a little yeah, bit. Yeah, a touch. But, That's true. But like yeah. we said, next week we'll cover him in much more detail after getting a good oh, yeah. opportunity to slam and jam with them. You like that? Mm. Slam and jam. 
Love it. Come on and slam. And yeah. welcome to the jam. jam. <laughs> so, of course, also this week they dropped some hot fixes on us, as per usual. Uh, first one is in incursion mode, the sentry is going to do a little bit more damage to the minions, which I haven't played an incursion since Thrall Rebellion dropped. But with the buff to the minions, I think this was probably something that was warranted since they're getting stronger the whole match. I would assume that the sentry wouldn't be doing as much damage to him at the end. Well, the sentry didn't do damage to anything, period. What are you talking about? He likes to do yoga and stand around. They were supposed to fix that, too. They were fixed that, too. That's <laughs> well, once again, it shows we haven't got in on no incursion <laughs> since the Thrall Rebellion. I just love the picture of the sentry doing yoga. Oh. <laughs> and then, of course, they uh, went ahead and put a Band-Aid on Gaul after that wonderful nerf mm-hmm. they did uh, you know, a little bit ago. And see, after after they put him in the grave, they just reached back up and yep. reanimated him, dragged him back bit. out. Hey, you know, you're like a walking gola here, but at least at least you're you're out of the grave mm-hmm. now. So they reduced the scrap trap cooldown from 18 seconds to 12 seconds, which mm-hmm. I think that was needed in the first place because yeah, I such agree. a long cooldown for such an important ability. It just seemed kind of weird, and especially for something that can get killed by anybody who sees it. Like, hey, here it goes. <laughs> Oh, well, for 17 more seconds, I'm just going to kind of wander around and shoot stuff. Mm-hmm, exactly. And then the other thing they did with them was uh, the trigger delay on the scrap chat was reduced from 2.5 seconds to 1.5 seconds. And again, mm-hmm. as you've said, uh, and I agree, is that that was also needed because you're over there trying to yeah. get them on it and get them you know, stunned or now slowed. And it's over there being all crazy. Yeah, I definitely agree. For me, it was always, whenever I play Galt, it seems like I always have a Phoebe in my face. So I'd be like, I'm going to throw out the scrap trap and she's going to run into it. And then she would be dancing around on top of my scrap trap while it sets up and forms its own opinions about life and the world and deciding if it's vegetarian or if it likes eating meat. And then, oh, I'm ready. I'm ready to go. I'm already dead. So you just invalidated scrap trap. Sorry. Mm Mm-hmm. So hopefully those two things will bring it back a little bit. Although, as uh, mm. you guys all know, my opinion is that it does not. I just don't feel that that a slow <laughs> is good for Galt. You know, even with that uh, base mm. damage increase. But hey, we'll see. Give, give it some more time. You'll you'll either get used to it or or I'll let him die. I mean, I guess you won't. Those, those are the two options. Goodbye, Gaul. You've already given up on him like you know four what? different times. But he's, he, you know, I keep coming back to him. That just shows you <laughs> I love him. <laughs> I just hate to see him in such a sad state. It hurts my feelings. <laughs> I swear, man, I'm not oh, playing him. Awesome. If I miss one more person, I'm never doing it again. <laughs> I said, I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> Who are you going to be this time, Eric? I'll be someone I'm good with. Galt. <laughs> Dude. Dude. You remember what you told me? No, nah, I don't remember. <laughs> I don't remember. I love you, Galt. <laughs> awesome. The uh, last hot Jesus. fix has to do with gear. Any piece that's got health regen and damage and or damage reduction on it, those values are going to be a little bit higher every time you roll for another piece of gear. So just to kind of buff up both of those. When I put on my damage reduction, I don't notice it a whole lot. I think my only item is like a 5.6 damage reduction. And same with health regen. I noticed that one a little bit more, but it still doesn't save my life on a lot of occasions. So hopefully this will make a more 
more usable, more fun to use. Make the pieces a little bit more viable. Yeah, and and of course that's what they're working towards. Yeah, yeah. A lot of people on the forums have been stating how those particular abilities seem to be pretty weak and uh, non-desirable. So mm-hmm. I don't know if that's going to actually help, but I'm very interested uh, in the health regeneration one myself because if it is boosted up quite a oh, bit, yeah. there's a couple exotic not exotics. There's a couple legendaries out there that uh, are specifically made for health regen, and I think I have a couple of them, and mm-hmm. I'd be interested to see what those particular ones do to me. Uh, when I'm playing, or especially if you play like a mid-range or far, and you can, you know, get the heck out of dodge, just hide for a second, and right back into mm. that fight, that'd be invaluable. Yeah, I've got one legendary that's got health regen on it, and like I said, I don't notice it a whole lot. If I'm playing something single player, I have to hide in the corner for quite a while to get any kind of decent regen going, unless I've got an ability that helps. So, like you said, I'm definitely eager to see what that will do mm-hmm, with the new stats. Mm-hmm. So that's about it for hot fixes. And uh, they went ahead and the mm-hmm. community spotlight this week. We've got a Tal Raja, and she is a Twitch streamer, and she does all sorts of good stuff. But primarily, what they're talking about in this particular one is she went and did a uh, heliophage five man with all the same character for every single character in Battleborn. And they wanted mm-hmm. to go ahead and give a shout out to her because, well, that's pretty darn freaking impressive. Yeah, that's a heck of a feat. Like they said, like they said specifically, doing it with five Mikos. I mean, some some comps would be pretty fun, like five Galileas. I think you could do pretty well, or five Oscar Mikes. But you know, five specific healer characters. Even doing it with five Ombras, I think, would be mm-hmm. that'd be a bear. And just to make things harder, I should note uh, these were all done on advanced mode. Yes, you definitely should note that because I would not <laughs> even try that, especially <laughs> since all my friends are scrubs. That's true. We couldn't even get a five man together anyway. It doesn't it doesn't even matter. No, I know that's impossible. That's a that's a pipe dream right there. <laughs> of course, right after that in the battle plan, we had some kid ultra lore uh, about how he was built and all that good stuff. One piece I thought was fun out of that is he's he was marketed as kid friendly, ultra dependable. So mm-hmm. that's kid ultra kind of where his superhero name came from. I thought that was neat. I was particularly amused about the uh, part with Reyna and her rogues. Getting report, you know, they came back and reported. Said, "Hey, we've got this crazy robot over here, pretending like he's a superhero and asking us to become good guys instead of bad guys." And Raina was like, "Uh, does he have weapons? No. Does he done anything to us? No. Okay, let the crazy <laughs> robot be. Let's just keep going." <laughs> uh, so yeah, if you guys want the full story on that, you know, you can go check it out on the battle plan and read it for yourselves, which I'd recommend doing because it was a pretty nice yep, little yep. piece of writing there. Little bits of backstory on a couple different characters too. I mean, a little bit of backstory on Phoebe and Marquis, if you didn't hear it in our deep dive episode on Phoebe. Mm-hmm. A little bit of that stuff, For too. sure. Winding up the battle plan, they announced that, as they had said last week, they're announcing the details of the Toby's Friendship Raid stream. They said that will be next Thursday, the 3rd of November, at the usual time, 3 p.m. Pacific time, 6 p.m. Eastern time. Maybe we have to stay up late for that one, too. More than likely, we're going to end up being up late and uh, checking that one out and then doing the podcast, yes. Yeah. Yes, they said that one, of course, will have Elisa and a whole swarm of developers, as usual. I would put 50 bucks down that probably Randy Varnell is going to be in that stream, too. Oh, yeah, at some point in time. And uh, they've promised a surprise or two, as they do. So make sure you tune in. As they always do. Mm Mm-hmm. I would I would also put money on a gold skin for Toby out of that one. Hey, oh yeah. What what you think? What? Got my got my swami <laughs> turban on again. You got your magic hat on. 
<laughs> Goodness gracious. That's right. So real quick, they keep posting this picture of mm-hmm. what we presume is a little piece of Toby and the Friendship Raids um, area. And at first I thought it was just like um, progressive concept art. You know, yeah, from, like in from, progress type of thing. But I've been looking at this sucker more and more, and those three pieces, to me anyway, look pretty finished, each and every one of them. So I'm mm. starting to wonder if in this particular ops, the environment itself changes every single opera. Well, not every single operation, but there are different variants of this same ops. Yeah, I think that would be pretty awesome, especially if we're not entirely sure how the storytelling is going to work on this one, but... Like, maybe if you run through it with a generate person, it'll have a generate flare. If you run through it with a rogue person, it would have a rogue flare. Something like that. As much as I love Atticus and the Thrall Rebellion, seeing it the same the same level, doing the same stuff, it does wear on you after a while. So even if it's just a slight graphical, like, you know, covering over the existing level, it'd be nice to vary it up that kind of way. Well, and that's what it looks like, actually. If you look real closely at those three pictures, it looks like each one just has kind of a different flair to it. Like I was mm-hmm. saying, the structure is all the same, but one's got, mm-hmm. like, wood tile-looking floors. One's got a, you know, a concrete-looking thing. One's got, like, uh, paintings on the pipes. One has, like, neon lights running through them. So mm-hmm. I'm, I'm starting to wonder if the whole reason they keep putting this sucker up there is so that people can see that, hey, the, the whole catch to this particular ops is going to be that the mm-hmm. level itself looks different on each playthrough up to whatever the magic number is Mm -hmm. now and of course before anybody goes crazy we actually don't know and have no clue whatsoever we're just conjecturing just just hopes and dreams pulled out of the magic pot so you know don't quote us on that (laughs) yeah don't think badly of us if that doesn't happen that's right and of course with that that wraps up the battle plan for this week um, pretty sure. short and simple, and I think that's because they're prepping up for the whole reveal of Toby's uh, friendship raid. Plus, of course, Kid mm-hmm. Ultra just came out. So at the moment, yeah, we've man. got quite a bit to chew and enjoy. Mm-hmm. So no big topic of discussion this week. We just thought we'd point out a uh, thread on Reddit that I think Danny linked us to on Facebook by a user named Beta382. Uh, this user, he or she, had a lot of a lot of in-depth looks at you know, this person's opinions on maps, on characters, on helix choices, all kinds of different things. And going back through it, what I liked about it the most was that it wasn't just like, oh, this helix choice is garbage. I hate it. It's There's not really a lot of use in this helix choice. Here's why I think that. And here's what I would do differently to change it. So a lot of interesting reading, at least, even if you don't agree with all the choices or all the, you know, all the judgments and selections made on that. But I thought it was pretty cool. A couple things I wanted to pick out, something I wasn't aware of and found out via this person's research, especially for you, Eric, is that apparently Galt's, I'm not sure how to describe this, he describes it as the CC on the hook. When you get the extended hook that shoots out farther, he says that the CC, which is basically like the pull time, is based on time and not like distance. So if you hit somebody with the regular hook, it'll pull them all the way in. But if you hit them at the very end of the extended hook's range, it'll pull them that same, for that same amount of time that the original hook does, but then it, it'll break right after that. So that may or may not be why all the people you grab seem to flop out of the hook before they get to you or get to the trap that you're standing right behind. Yeah, I think that's exactly what's happening because mm-hmm. I, I, I'm a fan of taking the extended hook, obviously, 
And mm-hmm. every time those suckers would snap off and break midway through. And I used to always assume, because I didn't know yeah. that it was uh, because it was a rock or a player or a minion, it caught on something and mm-hmm. and broke the drag. Uh, knowing that, I will never pick the extended grab again because the whole reason for myself when I use that is to pull mm-hmm. the enemy to me into a trap so I have yeah. the opportunity to kill them or get them close enough to where me and a fellow player can take them out. Yeah, I, I still think there's utility in the extended hook, but again, I think it's more of a team and communication-based utility. I'm grabbing him, so... I probably won't be able to pull him into this trap back here, but as soon as you see him get grabbed, jump on him, turn around, you know, do all that stuff. Versus how we normally play it, which is, ching, hook goes out. Ah, God, why is he, he got away again. Mm-hmm. It'll also be good for the fact, like, you know, when you get the marquees or the thorns up on the ledges, you can you know, oh, yeah, get them yeah. off of those perches so you can take them out, mm-hmm. especially if you're a melee heavy team, and they know that, yeah. and they're over there trying to snipe you the whole round. So it'll it'll still have its uses, but for me and the way I like to play, yeah, no more extended hook for me. Ha! So you're just gonna be showing throwing out short hooks. That's now. right. I couldn't reach him. Dang it! Exactly. One of the uh, one of the things he pointed out that I thought was pretty neat was uh, he was talking about Phoebe and talking about one of the uh, plans that uh, he felt was pretty useless and was thinking it needed a big change. Uh, he mentions true damage. And this has been done in other games before, and I liked the idea a lot. It's definitely a MOBA thing. Yes. I liked it a lot. Put some of her skills and other players, obviously, skills based off true damage. And what that does, that just basically ignores ignores any sort of damage reduction uh, that you have on because of your pieces and or natural abilities. So Mm. that becomes a very, very tempting skill to take and could combat some of those uh, helix choices that are really weak. Yeah, I think he specifically, for Phoebe, it was the one where Blade Rush will wound a target, or it's it's something like that. This person says in the post that, you know, wounds are really kind of a kind of a conditional thing. If they have a healer right behind them, you want to wound them. But you don't want to wound them all the time, because you're not getting healed all the time, or they're not getting healed all the time. So, versus true damage, you're doing damage to them. Guaranteed damage, well, not guaranteed, but you know what I mean consistent damage versus conditional damage which would make it a much a much more enticing choice i guess i would say Mm -hmm. and for anybody who doesn't know and we didn't state this yet it's this article's on the subreddit battleborn subreddit and the name of the article is what i want for christmas is and it was submitted by beta 382 so definitely you guys should all be checking that out it's a very interesting read he has a ton he or she i don't know which has a ton of information on there this was definitely a a big deep dig into a lot of stats one i thought was kind of eye-opening was again nothing specific but he goes into a lot of the like the lifesteal options like 15% lifesteal but if you're only doing 46 actual damage you're only going to get x number of actual HP it kind of was like oh well that's not really that great maybe I should expand my horizons and choose some of these other ones I've been I've been laying off to the wayside mm-hmm. so obviously if any gearbox officials are listening to this definitely check that out he lists all sorts of bugs all sorts of uh issues in some of the abilities things like that mm-hmm. if you already haven't seen it it's very informative however mm-hmm. yeah matt let me tell you he's missed it oh. he's missed a critical critical bug 
Um, oh man, I used to try and keep the show upbeat. What what could you be talking about, Eric? Well, you know, I do too. I, I try not to point things out. Uh, this particular bug, it almost unfortunately made me quit. It really took a lot of soul searching uh, to find reasons to keep going, and mm. I did it. That's why I'm still here. But let me tell you, boys and girls. Wait, I, I don't. I don't know if I want to no. know. Could could I handle this bug, Eric? Hell, you're gonna have to, Matt. The world needs to know. This needs to be fixed. I'm gonna plug my ears. I'm gonna plug my ears. Phoebe's spin to win the best taunt in the game does not work properly. Oh, oh I know. No, mm-hmm. that's impossible. I know. I know. It only works when you go to preview it, and it does not work in the actual game in any way, shape, fashion, or form. Now, wait a minute. It does work in the game. I don't see it. Yeah, it does. I've taunted with it. I don't see it. I've taunted with it. No, I don't see it. No, you're talking about on the on the character select screen and on the intro screen to a story level. That's when it doesn't work. It doesn't even work in game for me. It works for me. I don't see it. <laughs> <laughs> You got the taunt and it doesn't even work for you. That's awesome. So let me just state that that's just my luck, of course. But the damn thing doesn't work. Now, any of those individuals out there listening know I tried to get this stupid taunt for a long time. (laughs) Of Of course, I get it. And it doesn't work. Oh, my God. It doesn't work. And that breaks my heart. And I know wow. if you're listening, Gearbox, you don't want a broken heart, Eric. You don't. Dude, how, how many times, how long have you gone without getting regular legendaries that everyone else has gotten? I think uh, they're out to make a broken hearted Eric. Yeah, well, you know what? This is their mission. <laughs> they're they're going to break They've been you. doing a great job, except for that shift cl- glitch they gave me <laughs> a couple of years back. That's true. Gosh. Well, they, they got to you, you gotta throw you yeah, a bone every now and yeah, then. I still hey, got to hey, say thank you okay. for all. It's okay, Eric. Here's a pat on the head. It's all right. You're, you'll be okay. Those hundreds of golden keys are very useful. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, yes, he did forget that one critical bug. Well, now, speaking of spin to wins, I got some beef with another spin to win. Not Phoebe's, but Wrath's. Because I like playing my Wrath, and I like putting on my Ice Cream Man outfit. And I like spinning, and I like hearing a good long ice cream jingle. But since they nerfed his spin to win from five seconds down to four, I don't get to hear as much ice cream jingle. Why Why should I ever even play Wrath again? I sure as hell am I'm not going to play him in his Ice Cream Man skin, because what's the point now? Yeah, ruined. Exactly. Skin is ruined. I agree. I agree wholeheartedly. They need to allow the entire jingle to play out regardless of whether you're spinning any longer. So That's right. basically when you initiate that spin to win, it plays the whole jingle, Matt. And I'm not talking seconds. No. No, no. We need to go minutes. beyond that. We need to go for two minutes yes. of the ice cream truck jingle just so everybody knows and they feel that that presence. Even better, here's an idea. You play it and he'll have the spin to win jingle on him. But when he runs, it gets louder. So oh, as be, you're standing as there fighting approaches. by the sentry, and you hear ding, 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 ding. Oh, oh, here he comes! <laughs> here comes the ice cream man! Run! No. Oh my God! I don't want ice cream. <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh! So yeah, boys and girls, it's a really nice little forum post. I recommend everybody mm. check it out. 
A lot of good information there. And he also, he or she, also asked that if you noticed anything else, add to the uh, post. Mm. So that way Gearbox has a one-stop shop for seeing any uh, sort of bugs and or broken items in the uh, in the game. Mm-hmm. And speaking of that, Mental Mars posted up a couple videos from the Thrall Rebellion. He calls them Atticus and the Troll Rebellion because of goofy things he's he's found and he's encountered. I know one of them was he was playing through and where you get to the very end, right before Atticus has to open the door to where you go in and fight Sister Arya, Atticus would not open that door for him. He just kept running around like there was another enemy. And Mental Mars was looking around. He found on his mini-map a little minion that perched way, way up. It's like on some top of some building. And luckily he was Whiskey Foxtrot and he was able to shoot it down and advance the story. Now for me, I've run into something similar where I was Phoebe trying to get that, you know, that 85 ops rank skin for her and got to the same point. My Atticus was just dancing around, dancing and prancing. I went over and walked into him to try and get him to move and he still just wiggled and wiggled around. So started running through the level and I look over the edge of the cliff and I see a tiny little speck. Just down in the depths. What is that? Oh, it's a Thrall Bone Crusher. Somehow flew off the edge and into this giant pit. And I'm Phoebe, so I have I can't do anything. <laughs> I shot my blade rush down at him, and it didn't hit him, but he like looked up at me, and then he fell through the world and disappeared, and then I was able to move on. Nice. So just, just, just fun stuff. I tried to save a video of it. I'll see if I can get it to Danny somehow to put up on the, uh, on the Third Shift YouTube just for fun. So a couple fun little glitches there from me and Mental Mars. One kind of serious one that I noticed in that boss fight specifically is that I noticed because I've, I've been trying to run through with some melee characters and get their skins and everything. I noticed if you get up to Sister Arya without her like having direct line of sight on you to start you know, loading up an attack, you can just kind of circle strafe around her and she'll keep turning in that same direction to try and find you, but she won't like load up an attack. She won't throw out her spinny blades. She won't, you know, shoot her little AOE blades around her. She'll just keep turning and turning. And if you cross her line of sight, that's when she'll pop an attack. So it it was something I found that was just, I mean, it was really weird. And, I mean, I liked it at the time because I was able to get boulder skin really easy and L-drags really easy, all that good stuff. But just something, I don't know, something I thought I should mention. And I'll admit it's kind of hard to get in there and trigger that glitch but if you listen to the show, if you've been listening for a long time, that's what I do. I sneaky-poo around. I try and maneuver all around through a level. So if you can get up to her without her directly spotting you, you can just you can just cheese her, and it's an instant win. Hmm. That seems pretty, uh, pretty critical. Hopefully <laughs> they could take a look at that and get it fixed because that's a no good. Yeah, I would hope that, you know, after like a second or two of her trying to find you with you being in that range she would just like drop a big aoe or pushback or something i would say a pushback for sure yeah then she can turn and lock on and be like you know all her all her usual good stuff Mm -hmm. definitely so that about wraps up you know everything for this week and i thought it'd be fun being that this is the episode right before halloween to go ahead Mm. and end the whole thing with a nice little Horrific spooky tale from your hosts, Eric and Matt. Ooh, man. For those of you who, you know, (laughs) who, for those of you who enjoy the Halloween festivities and believe in the old supernatural and all that hokey pokey cool stuff, 
I thought it'd be a little bit of fun to go ahead and tell you, you know, a personal, actual, scary, spooky story. And, uh, and then hopefully that'll inspire you guys and gals out there to send us your spooky Halloween tales. Because I would be very interested in hearing and or listening or reading them. So I see you're all hyped up to tell us this awesome story, Eric. What happened? So my spooky story, long ago when I was just a little boy, 16, whatever that is. (laughs) That's not a little boy. (laughs) When you're as old as I am, that's a little boy now. (laughs) I'm older than you. Yeah, by a day. Like by a year. Shut up, Matt. You're ruining everything. (laughs) (laughs) Don't let the facts get in the way of good stories. That's right. Jeez, oh, peace. All right, I'm sorry. All right, so long ago, I lived in a house. This house was haunted, okay? Now, it was haunted in a lot of ways, but I'm going to tell you one very specific little story. Mm. I slept up in the attic every night, every night of my life. Fitting, right? So, yes, (laughs) I would expect nothing else. And one night, I was sleeping in my hot bed, had to be 110 degrees up in that attic because we didn't have AC or fans. Mm. I'm sure the picture's becoming clear. I was a poor, I was a poor boy. You know, that old stick. So, so you're saying the, the attic has boiled your brains and that explains how you are who you are right now. Hey, that's not nice. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. So back to the story. All of a sudden, I hear a voice and it says, put your covers on. Put your covers on. And I'm thinking, and I'm still like in that daze, and I'm like, what the hell's happening? I open my eyes, I turn my head to the left, and there is a man in a old school tux and one of those awesome top hats, those fancy old top hats you used to see. And he's staring down at me, and he says, put your covers on. And I'm still in this, this daze. I don't know whether I'm awake or asleep. So mm-hmm. I grabbed the covers, which I don't even know why, but I put them back on. And mind you, like I said, it's 110 freaking degrees in this house. <laughs> so I go back to sleep. But 10 seconds later, well, obviously my unconscious self throws the covers back off. Put your covers back on. Put your covers back on. This time, I wake up. What in the hell is happening? I took a little left, and there he is, standing there again. Now, you can imagine, at this point, my heart all of a sudden goes 400 miles an hour. I flip <laughs> out of the bed, and I run down to the stairwell and beat feet down in the living room, and I sit on my couch, heart racing, sweating. <laughs> what the hell just happened? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> wow. So, definitively, boys and girls, your host, Eric can tell you there are spooky ghosts out there and things that go bump in the night and now i have a million other stories i can tell you but i'll leave it at that one and Mm. pass it on to matt who's got a great story i'm sure see this story took place i don't have a story i'm i'm a boring person scary things don't happen to me Mm -hmm. but that's that's just it folks I drank beer out of a skull cup once. <laughs> it was kind of cool. That's the scariest thing of all. He's lived such a boring life that he doesn't even know what it's like to have something happen to him. 
That makes sense. Well, I mean, things have happened, but not like scary ghost things. <laughs> well, let me just put it this way. I want everybody in the Halloween spirit, in the next few days, everybody listening, mm-hmm. really sit down one night in your house, wherever you are, and just pay attention. Because I think you'll find out that it's not that ghosts and spooky things and all these things don't exist. I think it's that you don't want them to exist. I would hmm. say pay attention. You ever get that feeling out of the corner of your eye? You saw something, moved, but you swear it wasn't there? Even I admit, I, I see that. Really think about it next time. You ever hear the wind howling and you could swear you might hear a voice or some kind of strange movement that you just, oh, that's just this. Really think about it when it happens next time. Because I'm going to promise you that sometimes those noises shouldn't be noises made. You're just rationalizing these things in your head. And I, I can tell you right now, if you just sit down and for the next few days up to Halloween, just have some fun with it. Really pay attention to the things that happen at night, to the strange occurrences, and don't just rationalize it. Don't just say, oh, it was just a car passing by, da-da-da-da-da-da. Start to pay attention, and I think you're going to find that this stuff is real, and you just don't want it to be real. Hmm. There you go, boys and girls. Definitely possible. Mm -hmm. I mean, like I say, I'm always a skeptic, but I'm never, you know... I don't deny that things could be, so may- maybe I'll do that. I'll sit here in the dark at eight o'clock at night because I have to go to bed <laughs> by night, you know, because I get up early. Because I have to go to bed, like a good boy. <laughs> no, I have to go to bed so I can go to work so I can earn money because I'm a man. Oh God, <laughs> responsibilities. Got, got responsibilities. Uh, I can't on. play ghost stories uh, all night long. <laughs> yes, <Eric>. you can. <laughs> Preposterous. <laughs> <laughs> oh goodness. But you know, I want it I want you guys and gals out there to take a just take a listen. Have some fun this Halloween, you know. Even and if you got kids, get them in on it, you know, get some scares in on them. Encourage them mm. to use their imaginations. Yeah, you might have a couple nights where they're sleeping in your bed because they're terrified, but I think it's it's healthy. Get out there and have some fun. Open your minds up to the Halloween spirit. <laughs> All our listeners are going to get possessed now. I hope so. Don't summon any demons. We still got to do the mailbag. Oh, dude. gee. Oh. I thought we were there, man. I had these people. <laughs> I needed 76 souls. I thought I could get them. Not, not yet. Okay. Not yet. We'll do the mailbag, and then I will take the souls of my our wonderful listeners. God. Just go get Howard. Just get Howard. Yeah, his soul's gone. His wife ate it up years ago. <laughs> That's very true. <laughs> <laughs> so, yes, no no good way to segue from the creepy demon spooky ghost talk. <laughs> it's time for the mailbag. That's all there is. Do, 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 do. <laughs> Oh, a creepy ghost just flung a mailbag question out at me. This one comes from our old buddy James McCann, Jimmy Mac on Facebook. Oh, yeah. He asks, who deserves to voice a new character? Obviously, the enormously talented Sly Stallone and Nick Cage are too busy, so who else makes a good fit? I'm going with Paul Rubens or Nathan Fillion. Good choices. Honorable mention, Kevin Sorbo. Also a good choice. 
So any any dream voice actors you want there, Eric? Oh gosh, voice actors. I don't know. I think I think he's on to something. Let me let me go there. I think he's mm. got a fantastic idea. You know, I was just thinking about this the other day. A lot of our old superstar action hero kind of guys and gals are getting too old for this stuff, you know, but their voices aren't. So he's got a point. Why not drag right. these old guys and gals into voice acting so that their spirits, <laughs> ooh, see what I did there? Yeah. Oh, can live on in nice. video games, uh, cartoons, et cetera, et cetera. That's, yeah, that's okay. pretty awesome. And I stalled as much as I could. And I can't think of nothing. <laughs> I was wondering. <laughs> I don't know stars. I don't know names. What do you want from me? <laughs> oh I gave God. a great little. You're I terrible. gave a great little thing there, man. That was beautiful. So speaking of old school action stars, I'm not gonna pick one, and I'm gonna pick another guy who I've mentioned on a previous mailbag question, Terry Crews. How could you not have some big, buff, jacked up dude or? Even just a, a little mini, like, kid ultra-sized dude who has a super jacked-up personality, have Terry Crews voice that mother effer, just going full Terry Crews mm. on it. I think that would be pretty awesome. You can't go wrong with Terry Crews. In anything you do, you can't go wrong. And now that okay. I've had time to process here, I do have two. One of them is my favorite character personality of all time jean-claude van damme there you go oh yes he would just be amazing in almost any role i mean he's old enough now to where he has kind of that wisdom in his voice so he could play the mm. old karate martial arts sage or yes he, exactly. he's still got enough oomph where if you know you've paid attention to any of his recent films which if you know you like van damme you have he still has that edge. He still can make you believe he's about to kill you. So mm. there's one of my picks. And the other one would be Tim Curry. And do I really need to explain why he would be an amazing voice actor in pretty much anything he does? No. No, you don't. No. So there you go, James. Those are my two choices. And I have one more, just going more from the voice acting side of things. I know this is someone you probably won't even know at all. And probably James won't even know. But uh, I would pick Bo Billingsley, who was the voice of Jet in Cowboy Bebop, one of my favorite animes of all time. He's got a deep, kind of a badass mm -hmm. voice. He could be a, I, I think he would have been a perfect Galt, like a leader, you know, kind of older commander type guy. Somebody like that. Or even, I mean, even like a villain type person. You, you throw him in there. And just have like a that big deep voice that's just rough. yeah. I know what you're talking about. I've I've watched Cowboy Bebop. I didn't know the actor's name, but see, <laughs> see. <laughs> <laughs> but hey, I get I get a C plus. I knew half of it. That's right. Yeah, you're 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 slightly over average there. Yes. Eric. Hey, that's all I asked for, man. That's it. <laughs> well, thanks for sending in that question, James. We appreciate it. Yeah, thanks, buddy. And we want to encourage all the rest of you guys to send us more questions. Keep keep them coming. The, my box is getting pretty empty here, so we're going to need some more mailbag questions soon. And, of course, you can email those questions to us at thirdshift.me. You can send them to us on Twitter at thirdshiftme. That's thirdshiftme. You can send them to us on Facebook. We're under Third Shift. Or you can send it to us on any of the other socials you can find us under. We're Third Shift Me on pretty much all of them. For any direct links, go to our website, which is thirdshift.me. 
This podcast drops every Friday, of course, so we'll see you guys again on the 4th of November for our next episode. You can find us on iTunes, on Stitcher, on Podomatic, on YouTube, on Google Play Music. We're everywhere you want us to be. So if you like what we're doing, uh, why not give us a, a like or a subscribe or a follow on one of those one of those methods of finding us, we really appreciate it. And speaking of appreciation, as always, we appreciate all of our listeners out there. You guys and gals are Absolutely. fantastic. We hope that you have a wonderful Halloween, and I hope that the spirits right. and the demons and all the other little things come out and scare the old bejeebus out of all of you. Yes, I hope you guys are terrified on Halloween. That's right. I hope so. Just a horrible, scary... Just have a just a horrible time and... That's right. And pee your pants and just run mm-hmm. from the house and never mm-hmm. want to live there again. Perfect. Perfect. <laughs> That's what Halloween's about. There you go. So as always, everybody, we'll catch you next time. And with that, yep. don't, don't forget, forget to, to save. Dillon Maris Tins da Crona Dillocrates Tins da Crona Dillocrates Don't take my listener's souls, Eric. I'm taking them all. It's no longer Eric. Damn it. Always a goat. Ha 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 ha.